Welcome to Probing Ancient Aliens. Science and sci-fi obsessed nerds, Steve and Joey, are exploring each episode of everyone's favorite show about ancient astronaut theory, as well as the lovable quirky researchers who evangelize it. Today we're probing into Season 15, Episode 3, Destination Chile. So spicy. I was there twice last year. Wait, what is that on? <laughs> you know that. Santiago, Chile? Oh, I was there twice last year. Sounds familiar, but I can't remember. Who designed a building? Who designed a building in Santiago, Chile? And then someone else was like, oh, really? Which one? This bu- building? You wouldn't know it because it's in Chile. Oh, I've been there twice last year. I can't remember. Come on. <laughs> this is great radio. <laughs> Come on. Just give me the goddamn number. Uh, there's something about Mary. When oh, he, the God. guy's like faking to say he's like the, the architect and then the guy who... Right. Acts all like he has cerebral pop, whatever the. I got a hot take that I've told is. you before. Uh oh, I've seen it once. Oh, 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 yeah, and it was a long time ago. Oh god, <laughs> oh god, <laughs> god! I've seen that's like, I don't even know. Yeah. I remember when that first came out. They're like, if you like uh, movies making fun of handicapped people and gross <laughs> things and this, this, and that, then I guess it's for you. Right. And me and Chris literally looked at each other like, yes, yes. let's go see this. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I saw that in the theater. Yeah. I think multiple times, but yeah. I can't remember. And I for sure have seen it since yeah, yeah. a good joke. Like, I don't even know. How no, that's one of those like movie- comedies that people have seen a billion times yeah. that I saw once in the theater and never saw it again. Yeah, the Fairly Brothers stuff, almost all of it, even well, the bad stuff. Me, is myself, still and Irene fun. also a one and done, which I haven't which, gone back and watched that either. Which that one, like at first, I'm like, oh, this is kind of whatever. And then th- yeah. it, it was like Cable Guy. Like, the more yeah. I watched it, the more I'm like, oh, yeah, this is good. I like yeah. this. This is funny. Like, it's okay that it's dark and weird. Yeah. <laughs> Just like my <laughs> overly tanned leather penis. Oh, uh, yes. Uh, let's see. We've got... Oh. I remember when I first started watching Ancient Aliens as a kid, and I was always like, look at this. Proven evidence that the fuck people are missing, then realize they're just on acid. The fuck people are missing. And then Bobini says, I'm about to start watching that shit again and caught up in 15 seconds. Oh, yeah. Seasons. Will they catch Will the they Simpsons? Catch? Uh, Steve is reading from the chat that's currently going on. It's on fire at twitch.tv slash probing ancient aliens, where we stream every show that we record. Every every episode of Probing Ancient Aliens, not every show. There's a lot of private shows that we do yes. on our own fans. Well, because um, we can't show certain parts of our body, like yeah. my toenails, because right. they are infected, yeah. and we would get reported. But we we do have another channel where we're all doing uh, we all doing hot tub streams, right? Um, with the accent of Ezra Adderhold, uh, disc golf, yes. pro, and uh, it's just um, rookie different tubs of water at various heats mm-hmm. and we just kind of measure those and see how fast we yeah, can yeah. get them warmed up or yeah. cooled off and yeah. you know, it's pretty nice we're, we're actually extra clothed on those two we're not yeah. in bikinis or anything oh yeah it, so. it's horribly freezing in that room <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well you need to control temperature mm-hmm. so uh <laughs> but uh, well, you yeah. don't want that hot water splashing on you <laughs> but yeah uh you can join us every monday night uh we're on pacific american time i'm a pacific american I got big trees out here. <laughs> we got sequoias and steers. But don't say the Q word that rhymes with steer. It's fear. Yeah. <laughs> fear. Yeah. Uh, but uh, <laughs> we're on Pacific time. We usually 
start streaming and start recording around 7.30, 8 o'clock Pacific, Pacific SoCal time specifically. It's a little cooler time zone than just Pacific, but uh, I never know if we're standard or regular, but whatever, it's Pacific. So, um, Yeah, you can uh, also support the show for free, or at least for what you're already paying for to old Jeffrey Bezos if you link your Twitch Prime account to, or sorry, if you link your Twitch account to your Amazon Prime account, make it a Twitch Prime account, and then subscribe to our channel every month, and it literally gives us free money. It's no added cost to you. See, uh, If you want to support us even more, you can head over to patreon.com slash probinganchantaliens where we record two exclusive podcasts every month for only the $5 tier or higher level. Uh, the Tompy tiers, yes. if you will. One of those podcasts is Adventurous Ghosts, our Ghost Adventures podcast, which is a similar format to Probing Ancient Aliens, but about the Travel Channel's ghost adventures. Just saw on uh, Instagram stories today, newest season starts July 22nd. And they said the boys are back in town there on the go. song on the story. Um, but And then the other one is Probing Deeper, where we probe a few knuckles deeper into all sorts of subjects related and semi-related to not only aliens, but conspiracies and the paranormal and the stars of ancient aliens itself doing other content. Uh, there's a lot of David Wilcock content, Childress content on there. See. Uh, fucking, uh, uh, we have done nothing with Sukalos separately because the, the, the William Shatner thing doesn't really count. There's been no Sukalos thing, huh? That's been like its own thing either. It's funny. He doesn't do a lot of other, right, other right. content. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? I think he's, because he's like one of the main almost yeah. kind of producers of the show mm-hmm. that he's just like, this is my thing. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's the old man now exactly. that uh, What's-His-Face yeah. passed away last yeah. year. Tom Bergeron. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Ancient astronaut theorist host <laughs> Tom Bergeron. Um, uh, Edward Ball says he's watching oh. the new Lupin, so he's just dropping by to say hey. Which oh, wow. I, I watched it, I was like, oh, like the the greatest thief, and I was like, yeah. oh, it is. Lupin the third? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, this is weird. It's a live action yes. of the anime. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, Netflix... Huge now, like in, within within eighteen months, massively into anime. Like whereas before there was like they, a handful of things there, you know. And there it's was now, always like a healthy chunk, right? But for them to do the live action stuff, but they now did, uh, but now anime is on the splash screens, like the screensaver screens. It's on the main log. Like they're really promoting the shit out of anime. Yeah. You know? Well, you got to be careful because it feeds the beast too. Because mm-hmm. Matt's Netflix much more creepy than mine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of that weird anime. Yes, hentai. Yeah. Because uh, that's where I watch like it watched uh, like Attack on Titan yeah. and uh, Attack on Titan. Go! The, <laughs> da, 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 da. Huh? Seven Deadly mm, Sins. They had that mm. one. It's a good one. Watch the Troll Berserk Hunter. Movies. Yes, the Golden Age arc. Yeah, uh, uh, not go. Uh, sorry, Goblin Slayer. Sure. Before yeah. he gets all extra fucked up. Yes. Um. Yeah. Gob- ever everyone always tells me. If you like Berserk, you should watch Goblin Slayer because it's like very dark and sad and mm. messed up or whatever. But mm-hmm. uh, have either of you guys watched any of that? Uh, Goblin Slayer, Matt. Yeah. Oh, I've never watched okay. it or heard of it. Again, watched, I'm not as deep. I've in watched the anime a movie, world, Cock Goblin Lair. Yes, uh, <laughs> Throblin. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I. I uh, it was a weird uh, contest where they like ate as much KFC as they could yes. out of the bucket yeah. and. Uh, thighs were double points, yeah. so people were reaching for those. Yeah, I then made uh, my son a cock goblin layer cake, yeah, uh, where each layer was a different scene from um, the show. But yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. Some <laughs> of the most where, memorable scenes. Where Tom Bergeron <laughs> eats 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, he takes down the, the lead and then yeah. uh, just gets crushed by... Yeah. Uh, it's an H. Allen's crossover, technically. It's, it's all wild. by Prometheus exactly. Entertainment. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, wouldn't that be amazing Charles if... Charles Hampsey. <laughs> <you eats it. laughs> if you found out Prometheus Entertainment was also producing... Has been producing hardcore porn for many years, you know? <laughs> right, right, right. Out of San Clemente or exactly. something. Exactly. <laughs> oh, San Clemente. Mentioned in tonight's episode go. many times. There we go. Uh, but... Uh, I'm just, wait. Oh. I, this weekend, I had an Uber driver hand me his phone to play whatever music I wanted. Ew. Used his phone to subscribe <laughs> to the podcast. I hope Drunk Me did it right. That's why you're an Uber Galactic Daddy, Patrick Matthews. A Galactic. He's out there forcing the yeah. the this, the subs. Yes. <laughs> Which that was funny. The There's Dom. the Galactic Dommy. Dom. One of those meme accounts, <laughs> and I shared. And it was the Dom Bergeron. Yes. The. Uh, <laughs> The family, like, get on your knees and suck it. <laughs> that's not far from it. Uh, where it was like, the family was like, mom, kid, and it was like a little girl. And then in, it, as a baby, but the baby looked like a full size person. So he's like, oh, yes. that's weird. This family. Bending over, crawling. Yeah. But then, yeah. yeah. This, this family has a kid and a submissive. Yeah. <laughs> has one daughter and a sub. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> it's all. <laughs> and every time we say some fetish thing, I think of Pauly Shore in. Son-in-law, mm-hmm. where he's doing his his uh, heartfelt speech to the you know the gruff old farmer dad right. about how his son's a nerd, right, a computer nerd, <laughs> and he's like, it's not, it's like it's not dumb to him, it's what he's into. <laughs> like right. I always just hear, hey, it's what he's into, <laughs> right, right, like hey, just go with the flow, it's fine. Yeah. Uh, but uh, which I guess that we could turn that into the subtitled scene where he's like, hey, it's what he's into. It could be after anything like that, right, right. Um. But I won't, because that takes too much work. Just like adding content to our Instagram channel. <laughs> it's a lot of work. Um, yes, it's a heavy lift to do it. Yeah. <laughs> An actual post and not just a story. Exactly. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, we we have we have a, a a race war. No, a race, not not race like your skin color. Uh, a race a competition. Yes, there's a competition inside of yes. me. Yes, I'm trying to think of like I not don't like a want space race, but anyone to win. Uh, it's, uh, um, Cold War. Yeah, I guess it is. It's, yeah. Well, it's like it's a, a bidding it's war. A, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We are the prize bride. Yeah. Uh, big shout out to uh, Big John, who's a new patron. Pat Matt, who's in the chat right now. Patrick Matthews, uh, who, had the, who had the Uber driver thing. And Bobani, the come original exactly. Galactic Daddy. Uber Galactic the Daddy. OG well. DD. Uh, they're all in the $40 range. And over the next few weeks, we're going to see if they can get to triple digits each. <laughs> really <laughs> Just pushing for one it. month. <laughs> uh, we'll think of something that yeah. I'll forget to send. Oh, yeah. No, <laughs> no. no I, I wanted to shout it out because also it's like, it's insane that between the three of you guys supporting us on Patreon, it's over 120 bucks a month just you guys. So we want to really appreciate it. And obviously, yeah, we'll send you guys something special yeah. for being Galactic Grampies. Yes. Galactic Baby. Mouth. Mouth filler. Boy. Yeah. I don't know. Baby um, boys. Uh, Bobandy did say boys too. war of attrition. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there we go. Yes, yeah, that's, exactly. that's the battle. There's battles and wars, right? Yeah. You lose the battle, but maybe not the war. Yes. Uh, mutually assured destruction. Exactly. Uh, mutually assured of suction. Wallets. Yeah. Uh, little little chapstick helps keep the seal in the mouth to the penis. Or, 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 or. Yes. <laughs> we gotta keep the seal. <laughs> We're out of here. <laughs> Told you we can't fucking use Vaseline. It has to be chapstick brand, man. Yeah. Now she's the fucking ten miles offshore. Yeah. <laughs> moving faster than ever. Look at her. God, it's beautiful. Because chapstick 
gives you gives her the feeling, the illusion of being lubed up, but in 20 minutes, she's fucking dried out even worse, and you got to put right. more on there, so exactly. she comes crawling yeah. back yes. to that, our lubed that. fish fingers. Exactly. Um, Why? I don't know. It's just ingrained <laughs> in my brain that I must do this. Uh... Yeah, that's why I don't do chapstick because it's it's too unless I need it like up in the mountains or something like that because your lips just get too addicted to it. Yeah, chapstick. I just uh, use the Lord's the Lord's come meaning spit. That's what I use to moisten my lips. Exactly. Um, I use chapstick. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> I use Joey's chapstick. <laughs> I literally I rough. literally have a cat named Chaps. Oh I'm yeah, not even kidding. <laughs> yeah. So you're using Chaps, chaps Dick. <laughs> To keep well, those 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 pink meats. ruby red lips yes. lubed up, even uh, greasier. Yes, uh, but no. When when the Santa Anners sit here <laughs> and it's uh, that's winds, not not a slur for pe- a people. That yeah, live well, that's they don't physically hit me. And yeah, I need these fucking Santa Anners over they, here. You know, where both of us used to live. Yeah, um, right on the border. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what's it called? <laughs> of the city, not yes, of, of Mexico, America. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> No, what's anyways when it gets super dry, so yes. aka in the mountains or here because that yeah. that wind just crushes. Well, when you shop at super dry, the air conditioning in there is brutal. Yeah, it's rough when you're getting all your cool clothes and and fixie bikes that are yeah. all in the same store. In cool places at not. Yeah. I don't go to cool <laughs> places you with you. <laughs> stupid song, which again, let's well. go elitism because yes. no one else as a kid grew up listening Not's to that stupid farm. song. Yeah, um, um, but. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's the a good thing. the uh, the news has all all been a buzz about the disclosure. You know that like June is uh, the first few weeks of June is when everyone's been expecting the big the big book of disclosure to come out of the CIA and the fucking Pentagon and whatever. Right, the AIC. has been on top of it with all the Instagram accounts that are sharing the news. Yep. He just sent one right before recording that uh, the NATO nations are all. Are all going to team up with each other if we, in the event of a, a space attack, right? Uh, which, I mean, you can argue that's enough disclosure too. That, right, like, hey, there's discussing it and it's a yes. thing, and yeah, there's we 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 believe that there is shit out there enough that could really hurt us with advanced technology, and so we'll all band together, yeah, in case that happens, which we'll is cool, band right? Together, right? Um, but uh, but I mean, the story as of like the fourth and fifth, I remember was like uh, the CIA came out and was like. Basically, it's just saying the same things they've already said, which is, we don't know, we have no evidence that they're extraterrestrial craft, but we don't know what they are, and they are real. Like, whatever they are is real, right? So, yeah. um, pointing, just, that's the disclosure. Even my my mother-in-law has been, because she will talk to me about alien stuff sometimes, and uh, she, t- she like, sends me, she literally does, like, the, the call to action button, like, from USA Today that's like, share this article. And so then I get text that's like, check out this article from USA Today, and it's the link there. Uh, but she's been sending me all, all the same ones where it's basically, the government says we don't know what it is. It's, it's the same shit they've said for the past year, or, or, or since, uh, or, or is that seal again? Yeah. Uh, since the Nimitz video, the Tic Tac, all that shit happened in 2019, basically. So... Um, so far, no big book of disclosure. And if they if they do that, it's going to be like we've said a billion times, a giant Encyclopedia Britannica sized bunch of files. Then they go, well, here you go. If you want to fucking look through it yourself, here you go. Right, right, right. Uh, doesn't mean it won't be redacted. Just see, like see, see. my pedophile Come conviction. On my <laughs> Let me think here. <laughs> what was the worst? 
Um, but uh, Pat Matthews says, pants for skins, let's go. Uh, and Independence <laughs> will longer just be an American holiday, a.k.a. just like Independence Day. There you go. Welcome to Earth. See, you are I'm back! <laughs> Boom. Uh, speaking of... Not him, but speaking of Willem Dafoe, who you sounded like, the actor, right. played the Green Goblin, uh, we watched you know, a movie. I'm somewhat of a family myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is not technically uh, Pat Matthews uh, and Bo Bandy's. We're going to give it to I'm going to give it to because they're, they're the latest in the bidding war. Big John's been quiet all week, so I don't know what's going to happen with him. But uh, have you ever seen a movie from 1991? Starring Danny Glover, Willem Dafoe, and some other dude that nobody cares about, called "Flight of the Intruder," and it's a movie about like a navy. Uh, it's about navy bomber pilots specifically, like bomber jet pilots in Vietnam. I don't think so. It is very bad. It's really boring. Like, it's okay. on HBO Max. Like but it's a new movie or an old? No, okay, ninety-one. Okay, so sorry, it came sorry, out sorry, ninety-one sorry. about Vietnam. Uh, even though they do nothing to make it look like a period piece at all. It just looks like it. If you're like, oh, it's the 90s, you know, yeah. whatever. Top Gun. Uh, yeah, exactly. But uh, it, uh, wow, it was really boring. It's two hours long. I watch it because Action Boys is covering it this month. But uh, but Willem Dafoe, like anything, best part of the fucking movie because he's so fucking weird and like does every decision, every choice he makes to deliver a line, you never know what you're going to get. Mm-hmm. Like that old box of chocolates See. for when he played Forrest Gump. Mr. Gamp. God, that would be good to watch a version of Forrest Gump with him yeah. <laughs> instead of Tom Hanks. And then that other film, Forrest Gimp. <laughs> Bring out the Gimp. I can't fucking run, mama! <laughs> um, <laughs> when did you get so mean, Forrest? <laughs> when my teeth grew like <laughs> Ever since I've been stuck in the box right. in Southern California. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Pat uh, Matthews very into William. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have no reaching for the stars this week. No five-star reviews. Everyone needs to get on that, I guess. Even hey. CastBox. Even Facebook. Yes. But especially iTunes. Yes. <laughs> iTunes. <laughs> uh, yeah, so please head over to Apple Podcasts. Give us that five-star re- rating, and then review us in the comments of that rating. Say whatever you want, even if it's a poem about farts, uh, which would be really fun to read. But we'll read it on the air and give you a shout-out in this segment. Which we're now not doing because nothing happened. So we'll read all the one stars. These guys suck. Yeah. Get to the point. What's <laughs> up with all this talking in yeah. front? I don't like this. They don't get it. Yeah. I'm sad. We could we could do that one day for <laughs> we could even do like, like a, a Patreon episode yeah. where it's just, you know, we don't give them credit, no names, but we could read all of the uh yeah, yeah. the things. And riff on the person's backstory in yes. life. It is crazy that we have something like the high twos or low three hundred reviews on Apple yeah. Podcasts. It's just you know, this has just been a part of our life for Almost four years now, coming right. up this fall. So, uh, yeah. Bo Bandy says, "Check out yeah. to live in <laughs> to die in L.A." There Another Defoe yes. classic, which that does sound familiar, but I don't know. I'm mm. assuming I've never seen it. Then that might be one I've also seen. That might have been a Pino in the theater one <laughs> at some point. But <laughs> instead of imagine because it's like you know. Cinema under the stars right. in like <laughs> theater in the park. It's like Pino, Pino in the in theater. The theater. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey guys, how's it going? It's uh, Pino and Pino in the theater. You have right. Pino Noir wine only, exactly. and my father. Sure. See, yes, <laughs> my sperm donor. Yeah, and he doesn't want him anymore. Yeah. Uh, but uh, uh, yeah, Pat, Matt, and Bo Bandy. We'll, we'll say Big John too. Uh, are let's say the forty plus club. I don't know. That's not an age thing. Yeah. I think it might be a waistline thing. Correct. Because uh, that's for me, too. Right. But uh, uh, I have a whole account where I'm constantly measuring my waist yeah, for yeah. bears in right, general. Right, right, In general. Bears and generals yeah. only. 40 no inch, other rank 40 is allowed. Plus <laughs> yes. <dot> com. <laughs> yeah, that's what... 
<laughs> which literally was chicks <laughs> doing the measuring tape and not fitting their pants on and stuff. Um, but uh, yeah, they're all asking, "How you doing, Steve? How you doing, Joey?" This week, this week alone. Yeah, yeah. this week still uh, ready to kill myself. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, finding uh, you know loss and heartfelt uh, problems. And, yeah, <laughs> uh, but seriously. <laughs> Uh, no, I found some my... loss and I found some heartfelt problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's all Still bad. Going through, uh, <laughs> yeah, just feeling out what's happened this past year of yeah. craziness. Uh, went to therapy and started talking about for the first time for ever? the first time ever. Wow! On Saturday, yeah, uh, yeah, just kind of diving into relationships and again the mo- one I most yeah. recently ended, which you know there's a lot of regret and love and and yeah. how it all went down and trying to see where it could not happen again. Again, yeah. whether. It started back up or never started up again, yeah. but at least I would be a better person in the future. Yeah. Um, not now just has, that relationship, but also plus other things. Has too. this meanie meanster over here given you any shit for going to therapy? I don't know if he knows or oh. what, but All right. he, he could go too. Because I, I didn't know if, I couldn't remember if on Saturday if he was home or not. I think he was, but I was in my thing. room. Got it. So okay. uh, he was eavesdropping. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, so continuing to deal with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, no, it was, now, it was really not good. getting into details. Yeah, yeah. But did, was it more of the? I can't remember because my intro session was a long time ago, mm-hmm. and I can't remember if we actually did any EMDR or if it was all just like fact finding and getting to know you first. So it was like ninety percent. Like, hey, in an hour, how much can we talk about how many right. fucked up things happened in your life and yep. why you might be feeling this? And like, yeah, it's like. Just scratching the surface. Yeah, of yeah. Like, okay, well, I could go on this, and we can talk about all the things. Yeah. Um, and then the last, like, little chunk was like, okay, you said you can, you know, when you think of this this past love, right, and you yeah. can feel that you did bad, mm-hmm. how does that feel? And when you think about the things you did good, right. how does that feel? And She's taking all the notes to start it for next time, probably. Right. Yeah. Well, and then, like, oh, where do you feel it physically? And, yes. then, and then she did the eye thing where it's like, okay, let's lock in where you're, like... Brain spotting. Brain spotting. There you go. One of my favorite things. It's um, very intense sometimes. <laughs> so she's like, okay, think of the bad and bring that up and move yeah. your eyes around. So she's like, cool, there's there. Yep. Think of the good and try and feel where you can feel that. Move your eyes yep. around, there's there. Yep. And I take notes. She did say she was going to try and get me in, not necessarily tomorrow, but the next Tuesday. No, yeah, yeah. But no one, I don't know what to do to get that done. Because, mm. <laughs> her, like, her assistant was out or is out. Oh, oh. So, I mean, we can talk off. All yeah, yeah. Too, but, um, uh, yeah, the brain spotting thing is gnarly. It's, it's again, it's part of, it's part of therapy in general, but EMDR therapy in general. Mm-hmm. But, like, yeah, you have to. You're looking at a certain spot, almost thinking of it like a grid, you know, right. upper X, left, y, or like yeah. a quadrant, right? And then your brain, while you're thinking about certain traumatic things or negative things, well, you feel like a weird. If if you it, like for me, a lot of it's pit in my stomach stuff yeah, and it's upper like chest sternum and, and everything. Yeah, yeah. And so, uh, but then sometimes I'll feel like my heart race, like in one of them too. And then you have to basically stare at that position for like a half hour or more while she is guiding you through some things. You're breathing through it. Um, and it's like less questioning because it's more about her studying your all these little subtle primal eye movement things that are happening, and it's fucking crazy. Literally, I will go through without thinking about it because she does these little leading questions that get you to think of something or 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 give her like report a little mm-hmm. bit. But it's more of a it's a quieter thing than EMDR where it's consistently you talking and her whatever. Uh. But like. Some of my biggest progress in the past year has been because we started doing that. Mm. And so, like, the the things that affect me physically or make me panicky, 
I'll get, I get to them quickest with that. Now, I mean, it's all it's all sick, like kind of holistic and symbiotic, but uh, I will go through where I like I, my body starts going through fight or flight shit. I will start, and it's not even something where I'm cognizant. Like this always pisses me off. Yeah. I will start clenching my fucking fists and feeling so much rage, and then I start sh- like what my one of my feet will start shaking because my and then my hands will, and it's like it's a very strange. Uh, hypnagogic thing. It's not hypnotic right. necessarily, but you're in this state where it's like just, and even just learning to stare at a fucking spot on the right. wall and, and not do anything and breathe right. and think about something that is fucked up, you know, whatever right, right. is something almost none of us ever do, which is why meditation's right. gotten so big and everything too, you know, but, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited yeah. um, for, I didn't realize it was your first therapy ever, but yeah. uh, I guess I didn't know if you had like grief counseling or something with your your dad passing away. Or I don't know, but no. I mean, you talk to your they little sister. It. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. she gives you a lot of grief. I know <laughs> right, a lot, right, but. right, right, right. And call her Charlie Brown. Good <laughs> <Right>. grief. <laughs> uh, maple syrup and bacon. M and M. She turned to W. My sister W. C. Fields. C. A life. Yes. We'll really dress a life with a schizo. Yes. Your sister who's like, <laughs> who's from like Guatemala or Ecuador or something like that, adopted yeah, sister. Some shit like that. No, uh, Guatemala. <laughs> she was part of the Salem Kane people that were uh, had genocide committed to them from this episode. Yeah, she was she, like, naturally uh, good at uh, making rugs. <laughs> but just the, imagining her, <laughs> that her, one of her, um, I can't remember the scientific term of the multiple personality, you don't say that anymore, but uh, that she just turns around and, hey, kid, you bother me. <laughs> yeah, come yeah, on, suck a banana. <laughs> Oh, and then what was it in uh, Hamlet too? He's like, "Hey, I'm Groucho Marx. I'll say funny things." Yeah, doing the waddle yeah. and the cigar thing. <laughs> These kids <laughs> with the balloon, know. yeah, like that's on par. The Lillian with, Gish thing with the Lillian yes. Gish because it's like <laughs> these kids don't know who the fuck you're talking about, and you're doing this like. Big exaggerated, yes. like cartoony yeah. style comedian character. from the thirties, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the worst impression, like I'm the person. This is what I do. <laughs> These kids are like, don't know what the fuck is happening. Yep. Yeah. Uh, like we were saying the other day, it's always best when you do an impression. Yeah. To state your name. Right. And and the main thing about that person. Right. Right. You know? Right. right. <laughs> Oh, I'm this. Like, people get mad and like, I'm in middle school and they go, oh, look, oh, I'm this person. Because they go, hey, try to do this impression or whatever. Yeah. But we had a little session of that at uh, Dorsch Corner's house, oh, too. Yeah. yeah, he was like, it always ends with Joey doing impressions and yeah. then Crystal trying to also <laughs> then do them. Yes, <laughs> while dying laughing. Yeah. And, that, and then mostly the going, oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> gagging on his clock. Yeah. Right, right, right. Um, but uh, anyway, continue, please. Uh, yeah, so Friday I hung out with Jake of Katie and Jake. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did a little jazz session Not just here. Jake, exactly. different Jake. Yeah. Exactly. Did a little jazz uh, recording session here. Mm-hmm. I taught him how to putt outside. Nice. So he's shown an interest in the disc golf. Um, now, what did the jazz recording session entail? It was just a goof, like, because he does, like, actual improv, and there's, yeah. like, those class. I took a class with him once. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. Oh, yeah, this is fun. Like, yeah. not, you don't try and just be funny. It's, like, right. these steps to, like, actually yes. improvise, which doesn't, which can be funny, yes. but it's like, that's not the goal. It's, like, oh, let's yeah. see how long we can play off each other's words right. or continue a story or And whatever. hopefully the journey is funny. And, yeah, sometimes yeah, it pays off in a, a big thing. place but, and yeah. whatever. Yeah. And again, it's like once you master those basics, then you can tweak it to the funny or right. the serious, whatever. Um, so, oh, yeah. God, uh, okay. Sorry, Matthew LaChapelle, also huge contributor on right. Patreon as well. Right. From Quebecois. Got to go. Was Early work daddy. day tomorrow. Take care, everyone. Thank you. He said he was watching a hockey game, I believe. So. Oh, we. Uh, but, yeah, <laughs> so I just... 
was tuning. He around. said we got him into disc golf as well. There we go. Yes, you're welcome. I'm Matthew <laughs> LaChapelle. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> These boots, huh? Um, nice couch. <laughs> uh, so you know, we were just joking because he he didn't know like the whole music side. He's like, oh, I've never like right, improv right. music or wrote music. So we just basically ended up having the backdrop music yeah, and then yeah. doing those kinds of games. Like yeah, it was yeah. just a fun kind yeah. of whatever. Recorded some of it, but a lot of hat content. Ne- never getting released here. Um, <laughs> I'll send it to him, yeah. but uh, <laughs> be Patreon content for yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then Sunday got up early and went with Gorsh and Herney yes. to Sapawee Course, yeah. which is out in Thousand Oaks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that course is a monster. And Henry only shot a plus twenty. Which right. for him is good. That one um, shot that you had on Instagram story that he threw looked really nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We all got down the hill. There yeah. was no crazy tree. There, there was some wind early, but when we got to that hole, there wasn't a lot of wind. Mm. So um, that made that a lot easier. Nice. But yeah, Josh threw like, I think an 11, I threw like a plus nine. But I had some missed birdies yeah. and, and a couple double bogeys. Like the par five, I threw it like 385 or something like that. Oh, nice. And then. On My, the big, yeah, the yeah. big kind of gully thing. The parts where I got fucked were, and this <laughs> happened on that one, <laughs> in the gully. Mm-hmm. Uh, my second shot was a good drive because mm-hmm. it's a par five, yeah. but then I got stuck behind a bush where I couldn't throw oh. again. Yeah. So I had to like do a shitty, weird layup, then I had yeah. another bad layup. Just a and waste of a stroke. That one's on a hill, so I'm yeah. like, well, I'm going to run this because I, if I make it, it's a five. Yeah. If I don't, it's a seven, yeah. and I missed and right. got the seven. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then other couple just dumb holes where I'm like, yeah. I literally can't throw. So I, one of them, I had to throw it 15 feet to the side just so I could be in the open yes. clearing yeah, to yeah. have an, another worst. shot. Um, but yeah, overall it's fun. And then we went. I really check. wish that that course was closer. Oh like, yeah, no, that's the closest thing to like a pro level yes. course that yeah, we yeah. have. A, I would say in Southern California, a pro level course that is not just about golf, uh, ball golf course, 800 right, feet right, holes. Right, right, it's like yeah. every hole is a very technical, sometimes mixed with distance, but yeah. something. Like you get very punished if you don't hit right. your lines, right? And right. it you makes it really cool. fun. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, uh, which I did. I, that being the third time playing, yeah. not crazy wind, I was able to actually hit some good lines. Nice just, one. Oh God, that um, whole two or three where you have to go. It's the par four, and you go up and over, and then the basket's like way yes. up on the hill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Josh got a birdie on that one. Wow. And then I was lined up for a birdie. Yeah. Literally ten foot tap and putt throw it. Change swing, hits, rolls oh. down the hill oh. 30 feet, and then I make the uphill putt oh, for nice. the fucking yeah. bar. But Which I, I like, made it that crazy uphill putt there, too. Yeah. And then chunked my fucking knee out yeah, in my yeah. victory uh, yeah. stands. Well, that was on hole, I think, like 16. Or yeah, whatever. yeah. I'm just yeah, like, yeah, at yeah, that yeah, course, yeah, 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 like, would play terribly, but then, like, yeah, this these ridiculous shots. putt I've never yeah. fucking made. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but... Yeah, it, it was really fun, but again, that course yeah. is very long, yeah. very hard. But uh, then we checked out that Enigren Brewing Company, yeah, yeah, yeah. which I bought a bunch of cans, but it's all like Germanic, old world style yeah, yeah. beers. And it's pretty cool. It's in like a, a business complex, kind of like bootleggers or whatever. Yeah. But then it's all set up to where there's like the what would be like the alley in between those. Mm-hmm. And if they're not all owned by the same people, they're all very close because, like, workers oh. were going in and out of each other's buildings and, oh, like, wow. bringing dishes and doing all this stuff oh. back and forth. So it was, like, the brewery. Then right across there's a place that did pizzas, the giant-sized Germanic pretzels, oh, wow. tons of different sausages, wow. 30 different types of mustard, brewed coffee, did so all this like stuff. it was, like, a little old-world artisan thing right there. Kind of like, like a hipster. Yeah, more, yeah. More like, yeah, one of those kind of new-agey, uh, yeah. whatever. But. 
that whole thing ran and that was all seating. Oh, that's cool. And since they're all buddy buddy, it wasn't like these are our tables and those are their right, tables. Right. It was just like yeah, cool. And then there was like a wine place and then a couple other dumb things. That's but yeah, cool. Yeah, it was super fun. Instead of being such a like the unsung thing is like unbre- unsung brew tries to be like that with that weird right, space. Right, right, like it's yeah. like specifically a common space, but right. they just said, Hey, it's our alleyway, let's all fucking right, fuck right. each other and be butty. Yeah. Let's be uh, butties. That we... was uh, pretty awkward to watch, and we left when that yeah. got really yeah. aggressive. But um, <laughs> yeah, no, hung out there, and yeah, brought some beers back so we can try them. Oh, but, nice. Um, do beer there on move. Yeah. Uh, and then yeah, just kind of relax, and <laughs> we'll do a whole beer there on our three Abaddon mini kegs that yes, was all the same too. beer. Now oh, this pour, I gotta do. <laughs> I, I I forgot. I have to go Wednesday to get that, yeah. so I can drink it at the lake for our three day weekend. Oh, nice. Uh, Skipping right. ahead to my weekend, though. Well, we, I was just going to say, I'm done after yeah. that. So. Uh, no, we, we went to Modern Times last night. Yeah. Um, and uh, I was like, I feel like I have pickup stuff from two or three weeks. Like, like just the stouts, because, like, you know, whether we're in Hazy's or whatever. But then their their trucking was delayed and all this shit. Because uh, they've gone through this whole Me Too right. thing recently with a lot of breweries. But, um, uh, and then last night, I went, oh, I, we usually, like, We'll go tell the person at the little mini mart at the Modern Times Leisure Town Brewery, like, hey, we're going to hang out for a while. Can you gather up my beers so that I can you yeah. know, take them home? Because do, we do pre-order a lot of beers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and she, the gal was looking through my account uh, because I had just done another order because they were like, not the ones from the most recent sales. Like, no, no, no. Just I, th- I think there was some, some stouts that were going to be picked up last week and then this and whatever. And she's like, okay. And then she comes over and she goes, uh... Everything was late, so you're gonna have to pick up everything next week. I'm like, okay, it's fine. I was kind of like very tired by that point too, and I was yeah. like kind of glad I didn't have to carry a bunch of stouts right. and stuff. But uh, like, I don't, you know, I have a fucking. I mean, right. my cabinets are barfing full Bulging. of cum. Yeah, uh, not a lot of beer, but uh, no, I have a ton of beer. But um, yeah, so another weird. This weird delay will make yeah, your yeah. beer cabinet more Explode. empty than. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, it was. Uh, I'll go backwards then. It was, so it long, was nice, long, but they had no they had no good hazies at all uh, yeah, because they're, all they're on a hazy shortage right now because yeah. I think one of the hazy guys got laid off, maybe, yeah. uh, and things like that too. But um, uh, at the two main hazy plants, which are San Diego, Lomaland, and Leisure Town, and Portland right. too, but there wasn't a Portland hazy. But uh, anyway, uh, your modern town oh. account linked to your Patreon account. Could be, yes. <laughs> uh, some of that cash might have slipped into my gullet yeah, yeah. in the form of a beer. Double down. Um, but uh, it was fun. We had the uh, the truck stop munch wrap thing, which was oh, actually yeah, really good. Was <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I went big. Um, but uh, yeah, first like they had the misters on and the missuses. Now they have like a whole mister situation yeah, going. And everything. Over there. Um, I had Blazing Worlds for the first time in a long time because it's going to go away forever in a few months. Oh right. And I was like. I realized why when I first started drinking this stuff, this was excellent. But then I would get some of those hazies that Steve would get, you know, twenty seventeen or sixteen even. Yeah. And I haven't really gone back since. But um, no. but was that, that was one of your wedding. That was one yeah. of the beers at my wedding. Um, but uh, but yeah, other than that, uh, past week was a little rough. <laughs> uh, had some traumatic stuff that maybe I'll talk about later. But everyone's yep. okay. Um, but uh, it's been a long fucking couple months. Right. Yeah. Long <laughs> uh, couple months, and last week in general, just yes. it crescendoed at the end. I yes. Guess. Uh, and then on top of that, with work, that's being what I fucking mean. Like, work too. It's just like, insane, uh, so. but um, uh, but everyone's okay. Um, other good things are happening, which is nice. But 
Yeah, on Friday, um, I think we had a mellow night in, watched Romancing the Stone. There you go. Which is very boring, and I will never watch that again. Uh, watch it for Action Boys. I remember watching it with my mom and stepdad a long time ago, and re- they were like, it's like Indiana Jones. Yeah. And then I was like, I watched it, and I was like, yeah, but if Indiana Jones was all about these two boring fucking people, and there's really no cool adventures, it's mostly a romance novel, which is the point of the well, movie. because she's throat a, cancer for yeah. me now. <laughs> Romancing oh, the I stone made, a little too much. I made many much. of those fucking yeah. jokes. Um, but uh, constantly reminding my wife that Michael Douglas claims he got throat cancer from eating pussy too much. And many of those must have had HPV uh, right. and gave him throat cancer. But yeah. uh, not just that he was also a chain smoker or anything. Too. Right, right, right. Um, but, uh, and then, yeah, Saturday, um, whatever, did some boring stuff. Oh, I guess it's up before. Because you came to Gorsh. I forgot. We went to Gorsh's at Saturday. Did I yes. say that? Saturday night, I don't think. Yeah, that's yeah. well, we yeah. hung out uh, when we were talking about the impressions and stuff like that. But right. uh, I got uh, a hell of a video game. Uh, the first the first PS5 game that is truly only available on the PS5 and not made for PS4 or whatever, the new Ratchet and Clank. And that fucking game is... It's, it's Ratchet and Clank. It plays, it plays excellent, whatever, and those are super fun games. But... Uh, it is insane. Like I'm, I am like in awe still after like four or I five guess days. I saw someone posting video, and I'm like, that looks pretty crazy. It looks better than a Pixar movie. Like the level of detail, uh, the fact that they can keep with because they have the solid state drive. That's PS5's big thing. Is like it can load worlds. Like there's literally, and it's about dimension ripping, dimensions ripping apart. This one, and so like the bad guy steals this dimension gun, and uh, and literally there's parts where you're like falling through, and like you're on a grind rail. Then you're flying through this thing. Then you're on all these. Uh, Hookshot kind of th- like grapple hook things, and it's like, whereas on the PS4 or behind that, it would have had to go loading screen, or it would have had to fake it. It would have had to be right. a cutscene. Right, right, right. So what you used to be able to do only in cutscenes as literally loading an entire planet, because um, you know Ratchet Clank's all about like planet hopping. It's like it's a mascot action gun, crazy gun game uh, with this like you know guy that looks like a cat and this little robot that's his friend. It's been on since PS2, I think was right. it originally, on, uh, but. Uh, yeah, it is like I am this is the this is like when it's just almost the same feeling as like when like Mario 64 came out and everyone was like, "Wait, if I see that, I can go walk over there and there's shit to do over like yeah. that open world thing." This is almost to that level where I'm like, "What the fuck is happening?" Like there's things in video games I've never seen because the machines weren't capable of them right. before. Um but uh, and it's like it's a really good game, but uh yeah, that's uh that took the edge off definitely. Um uh what happened Thursday? So, um, but uh, yeah, and then uh, oh yeah, E three is kind of going on right now too. Oh, okay. Uh, so there's some interesting news out there. But anyway, uh, oh yeah, uh, one of our fans, uh, Phoenix shit, I can't remember his name, his like handle, but he was saying, oh, you guys should do uh, a video game podcast at some point, and I said we could, but Steve is not much of a gamer anymore, right. and also it would like. I said it would have to be a side thing because even if we wanted to, like, we would have to, like, all right, we'll both play we this game this. Yeah. and then talk about yeah. it. It's like that would be enough coordination we'll be the game in itself. Yeah. Part two, but just talk about playing the game, yeah. not actually do a playthrough. But it'll be G A Y M E Grumps. Right, right. right. Um, but uh, only yeah. LGBTQ plus. No, we'll games. be Bay Grumps. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, or I was like, maybe if the stars aligned, it, it would be like one episode of Closet Knowledge or something, something like that. Yeah. But, um, but uh, anyway, and then yeah, then we hung out at Dorsch Corner's house um, with his kids and stuff. We had a cool trick shot disc golf thing set up. He has yeah. a basket out there. 
Um, Trent got the first one. Yes. Like the second I walked in to check on my wife, uh, it happened right when I turned my back. And then I think you were, or, they, or you know, you were out there when I did yeah. the skip off one. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, one too. Yeah, okay. And then I launched one over the fence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Boo! Oops. Yeah, we set up, a, we're basically we're skipping off a little ramp. Into the basket, Simon right, was right, outside. Right, right. Um, Which I, I was like, of course, you should have tagged Simon and Jomez, yeah. and they would have fucking put that up or shared it. Eat your heart out. But uh, yeah, that was fun. Although, I didn't want to ask you a very personal question. Did those empanadas make you sick at all? Because. Defined sick. Both my wife. So, so Sarah Harris, sorry. Uh, she was nauseous, but we didn't know because of what happened to her. That might have been related to that. She was nauseous before bed, like really bad, like to the point where I, I had to put the trash can next to the bed. Luckily, it didn't happen. Took some Pepsid, reduced the acid, whatever. Uh, and then, but in the, and I was fine. I was full. But then in the middle of the night at like four or five, it was like almost, I was like, well, I'm going to shit or puke and now let's go try to shit. So I went in the bathroom, you know, did the classic uh, uh, phone flashlight thing to not wake right, up everyone right. else. Not bust the door down and freak out because you think you're locked in. <laughs> in your own house. <laughs> I don't know what to call. <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, really, really, like, it wasn't even bad shits. It would just took forever. And then it was like something kind of like like half of it relieved. But I was still nauseous for about a half hour, 45 minutes, and kind of like elevated myself. And then finally like felt okay, cooled down inside, fell asleep. Uh, so luckily no actual puke, but it was like the fact that it was both of us were at that level was like maybe one of them empanadas from the empanada maker. If you were sharing them, then yeah, maybe, yeah. but I felt fine. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't, I don't, I just felt full cause right. I ate so many. I had like beer and yeah. those things and they're doughy and flaky. Yeah. So, and gre- a little bit of grease too. I, cause I wondered too, like was, was my body tricked into that? It was almost a dessert sick kind of thing, but it didn't feel like, it felt like not yeah. food poisoning, but it felt like. Eh, maybe something was undercooked in there, or it was an old piece of meat or something too. But because um, we definitely, Sarah and I definitely had some of the same ones. I don't think we bit off either. So I don't know. Yeah, uh, it was a chicken Florentine. Yeah, yeah. Who did you know? James uh, Jim Florentine, <laughs> James Florentine yeah. hosts a, a fucking show on Ozzy's uh, Boneyard, Boneyard or whatever so. on Sirius. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, and then yeah, Sunday I did not go to disc golf with you guys, which <laughs> after that night wouldn't have been good yeah. anyway. Because uh, I didn't want to skip uh, my Renaissance martial arts group, so right. um, and that was actually really fun. We had good again, like the my stepdad and the other guy, who are becoming like my senior people now. For when I'm gonna have new people start showing up now that people could be vaccinated, and we can shove our fingers in people's mouths and stuff like that, um, which is all we do really. Um, it's uh, it's more fun because they've grown, they've grown so much in the past few months, which with with me tweaking some things like the way that I would teach them and hold them accountable for stuff and then that makes me better too so it's like because it was like the martial arts it was like not gone but it was kind of stagnant for a while i mean it was still very active it was once or twice a week yeah. at least but uh there's there's just you know when you have the same few people every single time uh not that you only learn so much but you're only going to learn at a certain rate most of the time unless you really fuck it up the ante and so as opposed to what i used to have seven to 11 people a lot of times so that bring more shit to the table and like constantly new people and stuff so uh that was fun and then we uh just hung out sunday night didn't go to my mommy's house didn't feel like it um and got domino's pizza uh which is a rare thing and modern times yes we went to modern times around like three or three or like Uh, right after the call that you had uh with my wife later Um, bobandy good night and then uh later bobandy thank you 
thank you for being you. Uh, yeah, went to Modern Times, got home. Uh, Sarah passed out for a while and watched Flight of the Intruder after that on HBO Max. While there you go. It was really bad. So um, The pizza was okay, though. Yeah. Thin crust, of course. Right, right. right. Uh, I love only, that cracker crust. One yes, day. it's the only good thing. At Thin crust with a bacon on top, and I'm good to go. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Uh, I usually like my my old Lonely Man special that I really ended up liking, and convinced myself it was like had some health benefits. Not that it was he- healthy, but was spinach, pepperoni, and the roasted red peppers okay. on there. Yeah. Um, but uh, and then we also got a meat lovers. I think they called the meats meat extravaganza. There you go, <laughs> with two Z's uh, on the meats. But um, yeah, and now uh, today I wanted to kill myself. At work, and I'm here. So yeah, um, uh, I do that after the the food too. I had some pizza from uh, Fat Matt up here. Yeah, yeah, Little and Caesars. Was, and I'm like, I feel like shit. I shouldn't have eaten that. <laughs> Those two slices and a cheese yeah. bread. Yeah. Uh, and and again, maybe the empanadas. That's what I'm kind of thinking. It's like I felt again gross, but just yeah. like so full. And yes. when you don't do a lot of carbs, and you're right. a little more keto, a little more dieting. Yeah. Your stomach shrinks, and then car- and then and carbs plus the dairy in them too, and the, then the yeah, dairy yeah. and the beer and yeah. all the things where it's like if you're doing keto right, you will feel on fire when you have right. uh, any kind of carb. Right, yeah. you're just gonna be like whoo hot, yes, whoo hot, hot. <laughs> but then I also do feel sick, right? Like I get a headache, I get yeah. all kinds of wacky mental, and then yeah, you just feel gross because yeah. your body's like, whoa, what the fuck is this stuff? You, yeah. you you were off this, bro. What are you doing? I know. I I, um, I sleep so. literally four to five times better quality when i'm when i'm at least fairly fat like when i'm doing like my hardcore fasting that one meal a day during the week and i haven't i have nothing in my stomach for probably eight to ten hours when i go to bed i fucking usually sleep like a baby and then those nights when i've had when something sugary is in my system or just a lot of food that's digesting my heart rate is up 15 beats per minute on average and internally i'm so fucking hot like whereas like right when i'm fasted if as long as we have nor a reasonable ac on I sleep like a baby. I'm yep, not yep. sweating to death when I wake up. Um, and uh, tonight's where it's going to be fucking hot, no matter what. Oh, not for us, baby. We well, got no, that I new, that new 40k AC. <laughs> uh, that, oh, it's uh, a Warhammer based. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, we're here and we're going to talk about Chile, which Childress pronounces Chile. He never says yeah. Chile. Um, Weird flex, but okay. And it did the whole time just make me want not empanadas again, which might have been sort of. Sort of on point, not really. Uh, Latin food, but right, Latin right. pastry meat. But uh, it did make me want your chili, like wow. with the fucking brisket or with the tri tip. back ribs. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I want my chili. <laughs> no, I was like, I was like, man, like, good because we had a I pretty, done that stew in a we while. had a pretty mellow, like, pretty easy lunch today, just because it was after the weekend, we, you know, whatever. But, um, but yeah, then I was like, oh, big, a big uh, tri tip or brisket. Which, uh, chili would be really good. Yeah, I need to do for you guys. I, I gotta make. I owe several people some tri tips. Oh yeah. Well, you we guys, could, one of them because we haven't done it for a while. We could do tri tip plus the tri tip chili for the Abaddon Fest if we wanted to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. when Jake was over, yeah, I did two tri tips. Oh, nice. So, and then I crushed the. We crushed <laughs> one. Literally pictured you putting them together like feet, butt cheeks, or tits, and fucking. The two tri- you did yeah, two try to exactly yeah, yeah. fresh That's from a, the smoker yeah. yeah you know I smoked him he yeah. he sat here in horror yes. as I <laughs> did that as I American pie the the tri tips uh, you said it was a smoke ring yeah. not a poke ring <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm got your mark. <laughs> 
I know, Jake. As your dick is just blistering from the fucking Yeah, just the salt and the pepper on top. That's good, right, as well. Back to work tomorrow. All right. See you, Pat Matthews. Goodbye, Pat Matt. Anywho, we crushed one whole one that night. Nice. Fat Matt got into the second one. So I uh, like I, I pictured that you threw it away and yeah, then he got yeah, into the yeah, second yeah, one just fucking like, yeah because <laughs> uh, I had that yesterday and then I finished it off today for lunch so trying to stay healthy and then had the fucking pizza I knew I yeah. shouldn't have but whatever it's fine you uh, gotta you gotta eat those things sometimes and you move on to remember you, know? you don't yeah you don't need to sit there and yeah the more that you go I shouldn't have had that pizza now no, I gotta no, do no, this no, no, yeah, I know you know what I'm just yet. saying yeah. in general like that's been that's been huge for me it's just like the past six weeks. I have maintained my exact weight. Mm-hmm. I've I've been fasting consistently, but I've been probably eating more. And then it's been a big dessert heavy like six weeks just with family stuff. Right. Uh, but I'm like I I haven't gained a single fucking pound, and that's a victory too because yeah. I got to not feel like I didn't eat enough or didn't eat it didn't eat what I wanted. Uh, but I also ate a little more or had ice right. cream or something because I was depressed and stressed out. So, uh, but uh, that's a victory in itself. And then I'll get back to tightening things up. Inclu- yes. Including my waist, my belt, my belt. Yeah. <laughs> line. I was in a belt line, but it's not. So, uh, yeah, we're going to take a big fucking piss and take a break, and we'll be right back with Destination Chile. Booger. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, side note, I can't exactly say what it is, but I interviewed to be on some sort of television That's program. That's right. I knew you were forgetting something. Uh,. It's game related, so mm-hmm. I don't. There's, I don't know all the laws, but I know they're. Uh, well, we're drinking claws. Exactly. There are, there are no laws, so it's cool. You know, uh, when you're sucking off Santa Claus and drinking his cum. See, there's no laws. Exactly. Uh, but Mr. West Coast and myself have paired off yes. as a lovely, handsome couple. Yes. Uh, but yeah, we did a video conference interview, mm-hmm. so they'll be filming in. Let's a call it bit. a tryout. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's try out here. Uh, so. <laughs> Because I know they're very casting couch situation. Yeah, yeah. but it was in my house. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, if that goes through, I know they're very particular. Like, oh, you can't talk about Fight Club. You can't do, you know, uh, (laughs) if you were on or if you're selected. Then once you're on, you can't talk about what happened until all of it is aired because they don't want any kind of spoilers. So if it moves further, I will keep you all informed. Yeah, yeah. It's exciting. Uh, I can't wait to see you in. The Broadway musical version of Fight Club. Exactly. <laughs> to the tune of Hamilton. Yes. <laughs> bitch tits. Yeah. Bitch tits. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> you're going to hit me in the face? I don't think so. Ain't that this the place, though, I where quit. we're going to go hit? <laughs> it's um, Fight Club. <laughs> Speaking of bitch tits, uh, we we spent a lot of time in this episode in With the- Robert Paulson. <laughs> in the Atacama Desert, which uh, that was the only- interesting thing about this episode was that the Atacama Desert is the driest place on earth like it's it's like my ex-wife <laughs> ah, you got it uh it's had no rainfall in some spots for hundreds of years apparently so uh we start off with a Mars rover out in Chile making a run for the border right uh Taco Bell classic Chilean yeah. inspired right. food where they get uh, the ribs <laughs> yes <laughs> Uh, but uh, they do a lot of testing. Uh, NASA does a lot of testing with Mars rovers for Mars surfaces because 
it's the closest thing we have on Earth to as potentially as dry a surface as Mars, which has had no rainfall in some spots for thousands or hundreds of thousands or even millions of years. So uh, the whole point of it is that in 2019, so it's, it's from 2013 is when they started the study with the rover digging up shit out in the, at the, the old Atacama. And uh, February 2019, the results are published and... There's microbial life just under those hard, cracked surfaces. Yes. Uh, just showing, like, hey, extremophiles can live fucking anywhere. Right, so there's right, no. Right. Check your neighborhood. Right. There's extremophiles <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> we got to move to Mission Viejo yeah. to avoid <laughs> the extremophiles. Uh, oh, wait, there's one on our street. Ah, shit. Um, but uh, Seth Shostak from the SETI Institute is back. Uh, we've seen him in person. You all haven't. Yeah. No, I mean, well, maybe. You know, I don't know. But uh, he. And he's talking about, this is a guy that runs SETI, the Search for Extra, Extraterrestrial Intelligence Satellite Bank. Uh, yeah. And he's talking about microbiology, which I'm like, I guess that makes sense. But I don't know why he was chosen to have this soundbite, which is very short, yeah. and he never comes back the rest of the episode. Yeah, I'm like, um, where the hell did that guy go? Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, so they're saying Mars might have this, you know, the potential for the same microbial life. I thought we'd already confirmed that before this Mars rover, but... I guess they're saying, well, now that the Mars rover is up there, because I think it landed, the newest one landed like last year or 2019 or something like that. Um, but uh, I guess it can dig up microbiology. Something. They never, yeah. I understand why they talk about this. It's a cool bunch of factoids about the Atacama Desert, but uh, they don't really double down on Mars at all anymore the rest of the episode. Because <laughs> uh, this entire episode is just repeating how Chile has the most UFO sightings of right, any right. country upsets, upsets. over and over. That's really all the talking heads say over and over. Uh, unfortunately, they have like a wealth of uh, an embarrassment of riches. They have all these like Chilean experts or at least Chilean nationals who are experts or, or, or into this stuff. Yeah. And they just keep saying, oh, this has been happening since my childhood. This has yeah. been happening. Chile, it happens all the time. No one's family in Chile ever doesn't have a UFO sighting. And I'm like, okay, like that's cool, but you, again, a wasted opportunity. Uh, also, I think I, I named him down here, but uh, I called him uh, Chilean Freak Steve Matt, uh, wow. who is the guy, the little, he looks like <laughs> Danny DeVito with your eyes and kind of hair, but he has weird braids in the hair. Right. He has the full beard. He looks like a gypsy. Like he looks right, like right. a yeah. like he's running a freak show at a at whatever too. But he's right, a Chilean right, guy. Right, he right. runs. He's a radio host of like an alien show down there. But, yeah, okay. Or what seems like a coast to coast style show. Not, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because I looked it up, it was like something night radio or something like that. But, um, but still, and then they have this hunky author guy, um, Nicholas Basarian or Berezian or something like that, and he basically is just a Von Daniken sycophant, maybe right. a sycophant too. Uh, so he's just like, I'm, because he, he wrote a book that translates to like the the Chilean um, a- alien agenda or something right. like that. Um, so again, I was it was cool to see not just the ancient astronaut theorists that we know and love here and some Chilean people, but uh, very, I don't know, very, very, very low information count in this episode. Yeah, um, just like my... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I got a low DNA. eye count. Sorry, yeah. honey. I got a low eye count. Like yeah. balls. Yeah. Uh, we do get a... The, oh, there's also lots of strange carvings in the Atacama Desert. We've seen one before, which I forgot about until I saw the the giant one. But uh, um, it's they're similar to the Nazca Lines, which are only uh, a hop, skip, and a jump 500 miles north in Peru. But um, uh, I guess I also didn't realize how big 
Chile is too. There's like 1,200 oh, miles of coastline. Crazy you know, big. So, yeah, yeah. Um, it's long. Yes, exactly. <laughs> not not girthy, but it's long. Yeah, it's like a nice uh, <laughs> uh, Children's Times in here, he says, uh, uh, There are figures carved into the desert like we see in Nazca and Peru, and and they're huge, giant figures meant to be seen from the sky. So it's the the constant, like, why would they do this if it wasn't for uh, someone flying overhead that's able to see it, right? Um, there are five times the geoglyphs as in Nazca. Now, I, I would be, I would have been curious to also know the density because, like, the Nazca area is smaller right. than, like, the some ridiculous millions of square miles that Chile is or something right, right. like that. But um, but uh, I would have guessed that these are further spread apart. But mm-hmm. still. Um, this guy, Michael Bradbury, he'll come back later in the episode with Traps Taylor. He is an image analyst. He's been on the show before. I could not remember what episode he was on before. But I did write the note. He's a definite pedo candidate. Correct. Uh, very. He looks like he has too much makeup on, which might be the fault of the show and not right, him. Right, but right. Uh, has a weird. His hair is not like Trump, but there's a desperate attempt. He has a desperate attempt attempt to take what little hair he has and make a big hair like a, a, a big old some hair a distinct hairstyle yeah. with it. Yeah, exactly. Um, but uh, and then we had a suclert here, and uh, he says. There is no way, the classic fallacy, there's no way that someone would go through this effort, meaning the carving of the fucking Atacama giant, all these things, uh, unless something very compelling and very real happened to our ancestors. Now, they do make the point that this desert is, I don't know if it always was, but probably in the last thousand years when these were carved, it probably was a similar climate. And it is apparently a fucking death trap. Like, it's the driest place. It's a horrific, a horrific, not life-supporting wasteland. Uh, now, it did, it did tend to show a lot of the carvings. Again, I'm, I'm just playing devil's advocate. I'm sure there's a lot of them in the middle of the fucking smack dab in the middle of the worst parts of the deserts, uh, just because people were very motivated to talk to the gods and right. stuff back then. But a lot of the shots they showed were on mountain ridgelines, where you then saw like a green valley mm-hmm. below it too. So, um, take that with a. Uh, grain of salt, like everything Sukolo says. Uh, the Atacama Giant is like a 390 foot tall, I guess, long carving because you know it's not coming out of the out of the ground, but it's on a big mountainside or a hillside, yeah. and it's got like the gnarly, like it has like on his hips he has like two horizontal spikes coming out. His feet have little spikes. Uh, and he's a basic stick figure, and then he has a head with like two big horizontal or two sets of horizontal spikes, and then almost looks like a like a like a chip you'd put into a computer or something like right. that. Um, but uh, interesting character. They also show a lot of other carvings, and I made the note that a lot of them were pretty like kawaii and chibi anime oh, yeah. style, like little like mushroom <laughs> things, yeah, and like yeah. I was like, those are pretty cute. Like, yeah, simple little like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. When's it? When is the LGBTQ plus? When is the plus going to have to include chibi Kay. and kawaii and right, identifying right, right. Uh, people Correct. genders? Yeah. You know. Um, but uh, <laughs> identify as the. Japanese concept of being cute. Yeah. Um, That's going to be my pronouns. Kawaii, kawaii. Because, <laughs> like, chibi is just generally cute. Cutie, kawaii yeah. style is the, the super deformed anime style mm-hmm. of, like, when little babies are, like, back when Final Fantasy and Dragon Warrior were games, and you have, like, again, just mimicking that, that the kawaii thing is, or sorry, I'm getting it wrong. Chibi is the one that's specifically yeah. uh, art style. Kawaii is the general, like, oh, that's cute, you know, kind of thing. Mm-mm. So I was wrong. But um, uh, don't worry, I'll flagellate myself later. Yes. Uh, Medallion Man, I think he only has one or two appearances here. He just says, we have to ask the question, were these the beings that the geoglyph builders were trying to communicate with? And, you know, it's the basic 
question. I put yeah. him in here just because, uh, well, I didn't know it then, but I was like, hopefully they answer this question or something, but they never do. Um, Childress chimes in again, and he says, so when you look at all the carvings in Peru and Chile, and, or Chile, because he does not pronounce yeah, it right, Chile. and all the UFO activity there, you have to wonder, is it possible that Chile is really this UFO avenue? And then he, the next two sentences are just other ways of saying a street for UFOs. He says, right. is it possible that Chile is this flight path for extraterrestrials? This alien valley, yeah. <laughs> or sorry, alien alley, yeah. and I, that comes Alleyway. up that that comes up a few times. Uh, loudmouth Leahy Bill Burns gets his only appearance, and he says, "Were these symbols some sort of aerial guide guiding ancient aliens on their way into Chile?" I'm like, okay, and he's like, "Modern runways work the same way," and it's like they're showing like an aerial. It's like, oh, it's the mark of the spider, and here's the the, the giant, and right, here's right. The, and I'm like, again, how how if if a if a Advanced extraterrestrial intelligence got here from a wormhole or by traveling the actual distance in a craft. I would think that they had the technology to pretty immediately scan a planet. Right. And like we talked about an episode or two ago that we have new technology that allows people to see like the bio, the bio signs based off of like the gas, like not just light spectrum anymore, yeah, but yeah. like taking the. Uh, specific combination the light spectrometry things yeah. mixing with like uh, how you can see the biodiversity like the right, general right, right. makeup of a planet yeah. these types of gases equal this type of e life exactly and so it's like you can and we can see the general percentages of those that's how they're right. they're qualifying or quantifying all of these earth-like planets right? right right so if we can do that <laughs> why, like why would they need to see Ooh, the spider well turn right at the spider Kleegzorp. Yeah. Oh, it's oh, just like come on shit. guys like yeah. that's one thing that I will never give in on it's such a right. bullshit fucking argument I but of course they're talking like of course they made these to be seen from the sky because they believed yeah. they were gods whether the right. aliens to not whatever yeah. but the fucking hyper specific oh it was a landing port for them and right. it, it was it showed them where they were on our planet I'm like god like yeah. They're not As, in a truck going on the back right. roads where they're like, oh, yeah, we got to look for these markers. It's like I'm still in a hovercraft with right. my technology. Yeah, if they switched to biplanes when they, like, Ooh. flew down here, uh -huh. sure, mm -hmm. maybe they need it then. But, no, it's these people right. saying, hey, check us out. Right. And, like, exactly. drawing these big things <laughs> down below. Which somebody in this episode says that. I think Sooks, he's like, at the end, he's like, they made these things so they could go, hey, come on, here, here's the goods. Oh, because they, right. they were talking about how... Chile is so rich in resources because of all mm -hmm. the different biomes yeah. that it has going up the coastline or whatever. But um, we get a rare, now a very rare Nori story. Um, oh, that was kind of news, too. Apparently, Contact in the Desert thinks that w our show is a part of oh, yeah. UFO <laughs> Twitter because um, it was us and some other podcast being tagged. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> hey, 292, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know the exact yeah, number, the, so that's yeah, how I know yeah, yeah. we're that really growing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but... Uh, but, you know, Glurp and a couple of the right. those other bloggers and podcasters right. followed us after that. Because um, I just put, they were having this, they all knew each other, or most of them did, and they were, like, having this whole reply conversation that was, like, 15 deep. Yeah. And well, it's probably, you know, big marketing <laughs> ad agency that said, exactly. okay, we're going to script all these responses on Twitter, so you're going to do this, then you're going to retweet that yes. and say this, like, which uh, is a thing those companies do, because yes. Joey and I had to deal with that. <laughs> uh, and hey, I just... Dash, we're going to have some fun tonight. <laughs> sure, let's get our bleach out and right. fucking drink it. Okay, it's on you, my friend. Hey, Dash Rendar, main yeah. character in Shadows <laughs> of the Empire. Yeah. Uh, Did you ever get that speeder bike back that I used to like to drive around <laughs> as a child because it was so fun? <laughs> <laughs> hey, poor man's Han Solo. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, ooh, I got a weird. 
Han Solo. Little, uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, like a mosquito stabbed my nut. Oh, um, that could they they're flying around in yeah. this house. Um, but uh, fuck. Oh, but I just replied with the dumb uh, Kylo, the actor that plays Kylo Ren on this, the SNL sketch where he's mm. like he's like, hey, I'm new, I'm Matt, I'm new here, and I just left, and they were like liking it and sharing, yeah. and I'm like, okay, but should have just done the it's for me. Yeah, and I tried, <laughs> I tried, but I was like, I could because Twitter you can't like, oh, and there's no stacking them would be a pain. Well, I was just saying you find a dumb picture. Oh, like that's that. true. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly the thought. I should yeah, have done yeah, that, but yeah. I was on the shitter. That's fine. You know. <laughs> Got to think quick. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, we get a Nori story here. Oh, m- the whole point was that the original tweet from Contact Desert was because it was Nori promoting the very expensive virtual Contact in the Desert event, which yeah. the prices are, I think, identical to what we paid for a real event. I think it was like 90 bucks a day or yes, something. Yes, and it's $89 a day. That's what I'm saying. I, for, that's for the virtual. I saw, oh, yeah. sorry, yeah. But I remember paying... 80 or 90-something. for or yeah, We had, like we had a two-day two pass, bucks. which saved us a little, yeah. but it was like not cheap. Well, and that and was with the Friday pre-part. No, oh, it was Friday, yeah. Saturday, Sunday. It was three-day badges. Right. And I think it was like 250 mm-hmm. That's the cheap price. So pretty much the that's same. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and... Uh, uh, and or and then still the six hundred bucks for like the full fucking gamut pass yeah. or whatever, right? And so, uh, but it was Nori like, hey, this is George Nori, and you come to contact in the desert right. and talk to me and jerk me off and have lunch with me, right? Um, Give me a kiss. But uh, but yeah, Nori comes on and says, for some reason, Chile has one of the highest UFO sighting rates in the world. Nobody really understands why, but it seems to be in a region that there's a cluster of UFO sightings. Right. Like, there's a lot here because. There's a lot here. Yeah, there's <laughs> kind of a lot. This is like just, I mean, at this point, again, it's basic editing. It's like, I don't know. I don't know who enjoys, maybe because I have OCD, but I don't enjoy the needless repetition. I don't know right. why anyone else does. Well, but. again, it's just classic TV filler yeah. bullshit. Like, exactly. hey, we can just add an extra couple minutes here. It's less content. And if it's yep. new people, then we can just drill home who yeah. the hell this is. Every repetition adds by the end of the show 7.23 minutes or something. It's like, right. hey, great. It fills out the show right, perfectly. Right, right. Um, just like you're filling out your sweater perfectly there, sweetheart. Um, Thanks, George. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, and, and Nick Pope comes on. He's on a decent amount here. Uh, he kind of like, he's talking about Chile like it's fucking Pandora <laughs> or right. something. Um, also, crazy reveal, like, which I mean, everyone knew it was going to come out at some point, but the fucking Avatar train keeps on rolling, even though there's been one movie. Apparently the movies mm-hmm. were now done like three years right. ago, the next two, but, um, uh, but uh, Ubisoft revealed a huge Avatar open world game, which is like okay. surprise. But I'm like, is anyone excited for this at right, the same right. time? Oh, there's but, a new movie coming. But at the same time, I seem to be in the minority where I'm like, oh yeah, Avatar was totally fine. I saw it once, never need to see yeah, it again. I enjoyed it. So many other people, like, I saw it four times in the theater. I'm like, really? Like, wh- there wasn't any. Th- I mean, the, te- I the technology I saw was cool. A but... couple times, but only because friends. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because I saw it, and then another group of friends like, hey, yeah, it was like the thing to go do. Right, it was a big cultural event for yeah, sure. Yeah. But that was two thousand nine, I think, something like that. Was it that yeah, long ago? Yeah, 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 for sure. Because I remember I was with so Pat crazy. and Larry, and he was living in the the Newport Beach house. Oh wow, on the peninsula. Um. Oh, but yeah, Pope Pope talking about Chile like it's amazing. But he he's talking about the the biodiversity there, the different climate biomes that are there, and he's like. For, he's like for an alien. He's like everything you want to see on planet Earth is there, and it's like, okay, like yeah. <laughs> assuming that's what they want to see, I guess. But are you saying it's because they're using it as biodomes to test things right, or whatever? Right. 
we'll get into it later, but it's all it's all because oh, it's the perfect hiding spot. You can hide in plain sight, but have water and grass right. and you know the main elements of, of the world water, water and grass, and, grass <laughs> and that's it. The dad uh, universe. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is a cool factoid, but it is repeated a thousand times that the government in Chile is like very aligned with the people and the military. Saying that, yeah, we we fucking see these UFO sightings, and we should figure out what they are and and uh, catalog them, right? And research them and all that stuff, uh, and that leads into the next segment. It says, "Excuse me." It says, "Here's what my note says," and I'll just read that for the show. Uh, in 2008, the National Tourism Board of Chile, uh, which becomes a group called CIFA or something like that, C E F A A or something like that, uh, they establish an official. UFO trail, um, and uh, oh, Harris is asking questions there. Yeah, uh, they establish an official UFO trail call, and then it ends at a, a really remote place called El Enladriado. I'm saying it like Italian, but uh, it's a huge megalithic platform made up of these massive multi-ton blocks, um, and it looks like a mesa, like it's a it's a plateau, I guess. You could only get there on horseback. Again, the tourism board, but that's where the biggest cluster of sightings or the most frequent sightings tend to happen. So they're kind of saying, Hey, if you make the trip out to this plateau and camp there, you will see UFOs at night. Right. So, um, Oh, this is your, sorry. Your sister's boozy thing this weekend where I totally forgot. I'm going to be at the lake, but I'm like, I feel like they just had an extra ticket or something. Uh, I'm like, if someone bought a ticket, I'm just, I'll pay back whoever. I don't care. (laughs) Um, but, uh, yeah, the boozy cauldron. And I was like, I do not prioritize her. And she said, and Harris was like, no, Steve does. (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy. Um, this is where, yeah. Chilean freak, Steve Matt, uh, his name's Victor Hidalgo and he hosts the radio show, Antes de Medianoche. Um, but uh, he he just repeats the same thing. There's so many. Oh, never. Uh, Von Daniken has his little moment here, and he says uh, his viewpoint, I guess. He says, El Enladriado is some kind of spaceport. And it's like, okay, great. Uh, they show um, the very southern tip of Chile, Terra del, Fu- Tierra del Fuego, uh, where in 1919 this missionary named Martin Gusinda, uh, German missionary, who ends up becoming an anthropologist or something, uh, he meets the natives, the the very few remaining natives of the Selknam tribe. Uh, damn near killed them. Uh, <laughs> and, oh, this is the, the ancient astronaut theorist Hunk, the author, Nicholas Barisane, explaining how uh, when the Europeans came over before that, uh, genocide was like, it, there was genocide. They completely tried to slaughter every one of them. And it wasn't just the Selkdom, it was like some of the Peruvian tribes. Some of these, you know, for like 500 miles, they were just going around killing these folks. Or taking some of them back to Europe in human zoos, right, <laughs> which right. is insane. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, there, and there was a picture that like was only, it made me chuckle just because it's so fucked up, where it's like a bunch of kids that are these Selkdom kids. Right. And just like this guy with a shotgun just standing next to him, like, let's take a picture. I'm like, God, that's fucking insane. But, um, uh, oh, then and they talk about how they would dress up in these elaborate costumes and body paint where it was like, they look like the Red Cross, where it was like red base with like white um, vertical lines going through them. And then they would have these like big tall helmets, some kind of like cone shape or whatever too. And they'd have like masks that look like skulls or whatever too. Yeah. Uh, elongated skulls, sorry. And Sooks is of course convinced that they were mimicking alien, the right. alien sky gods that they believed in as his childress. 
nothing special about them other than they were sky gods, which is yeah. literally every religion. Right, but, right, right. Um, which I watched that show Sweet Tooth, if you watched it. Oh, yeah. I, I well, probably will watch it. It's I, good. I heard um, the, not annoying fans, but a lot of fans that were into the comic, I guess, they're like, they're like, it's good, but it feels so different from the spirit of the mm. comic, which was very dark and almost Tim Burton-esque in the art style. Uh-huh. Like, everything's very depressing and sad looking, where this is like an adventure with this kid. That, where there's some dark shit, apparently. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, you already crushed the whole thing? Yeah, they're like 40-minute wow. episodes, eight okay. episodes, so. <laughs> I did seven yesterday. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought I was going to fall asleep, so mm. I'm like, oh, I'll watch a show, and then I didn't fall asleep, which I was stoked, because I'm yeah. like, usually then I have to go rewatch it, but yeah, yeah I just... From like four to nine. <laughs> My mother-in-law. So if you look at, if you're looking at Netflix at the grid, if you're yeah. like right at the main menu, the little image for Sweet Tooth is, it's like, you know, you see the shoulder and arms in a hospital of a, an adult doctor or something, and a little hybrid like, like doll, dog or, or whatever, yeah. the deer kid, right? And it's like a little infant. And because the whole thing's about... This virus happens, and then all these hybrid kids start getting born, right? Yeah, and, it's like uh, they're, they're well, they're at the same time, and they don't know what's happening, right? Or if one caused the other, and all that stuff, right? So. And so, <laughs> she sends my wife uh, a text with a headline from some some clickbait thing, and it literally is like human Chinese communists currently experimenting and creating human hybrid babies, and they just took a screenshot. Of the Netflix thing, Stupid. and it's that, and uh, and Sarah's like, "Mom, you know that this is a Netflix show screenshot. This isn't real." Yeah, she's like, "At least as far as I know, it's not." And then uh, mother-in-law's like, "She's like, oh no, I know it wasn't real, but I wouldn't put it past them, the, the, the commies, like, oh. and of course all the crazy things science has done in the last fifty years." And we're like, "Oh my yeah, God. like save your life, <laughs> yes, exactly." <laughs> uh, and the uh, and then and then. We saw on some fucking uh, social media thing that like Netflix, the, the production company, was trying to like do uh, grassroots weird promotion for the show, and uh, the 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 little bird baby that's in that scene where you see all the hybrid babies, that baby was being pushed around in a fully animatronic in a stroller oh, okay. in like Santa Monica or something, <laughs> and people fucking believed Freaked it was out. real, yeah, and we're yeah, like, yeah. And, but a lot of them were like, oh yeah, I mean, I figured they were working on stuff. <laughs> uh, but anyway, um, I guess human zoos made me think yeah, of that. Yeah, but uh, that's what I was saying because you were I saying said it like human zoos is really cute. Well, and there's like this like people who wear skulls and oh, that's at right. Some point, so yes, that's exactly. what I was thinking too. But yeah. Um. <laughs> oh God, it still blows my mind that she yeah. believed that. Um. Yeah. Oh, Santiago, Chile, uh, a really big occurrence in the pop culture of. Chile pre nineteen ninety, uh, when similar, you know, he, uh, a, j- a father adjacent, the dic- the famous dictator Pinochet, <laughs> so hmm. Pino's in there a little yeah. bit. Uh, Pinochet was either, I, I can't, I have, I know nothing of Don't Chilean say pin- history. Well, you can't say Pinochet. Right. What <laughs> is Pinochet? It's got to be some because Pinochet is a term for a vagina. Oh well, it's Pinochet because it's <laughs> yeah, like yeah, yeah, the yeah, subtitles yeah, yeah. is P I N O because C or C H E T. Pinochet, yeah, that's a and then Puneta. I think that might be Puerto Rican. Oh, I was gonna say maybe it's not Chilean slang uh, um, because I always like to joke when I see pinatas. I'm like, oh, look at all. It might be uh, a Mexico-based slang too. I'm like, yeah, look at all these nice puñetas in here. 
<laughs> like the total white guy. Like, yeah, here we go. <laughs> All these little putas. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he was a dictator for a long time. And it says that he stepped down or whatever. And it, like, I'm assuming there was some violent coup, as most mm-hmm. dictators don't give it up. Ooh. But anyway, the, the government became more yeah, the pigeons democratic. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, the government became more de- democratic. Um, but even while he was still in power, a very famous variety show literally stopped their broadcast because they were outside on location because a UFO was in the sky above their studio uh, and also visible from like all 1,200 miles of the coastline uh, for 40 to 50 minutes. So, And they show the clips from it. It's cool. But it's just a little light, a little silver light in the, the not the night sky, the day sky. Um, and it was a big deal then because... It was a dictatorship, and they weren't denying it, but it wasn't as big now. Like, basically, once he got out of the government, one of the apparently big things they did was, like, we need to, like, be of the people. So let's fucking look into these UFO things because all of our citizens are reporting them. The military, like, went on a a campaign to, like, say, hey, like, we're looking at this, too, and feel safe, and, you know, feel free to report it to people, to the authorities, and blah, blah, blah. So uh, that is a cool, cool thing, and but it's, like, Message received. We hear this a thousand times this episode right. that it's great that the government's point, aligned with this and whatever. There's a lot of UFO sightings over and over and over again. Great. Um, even back then, though, the Navy admitted we don't know what the fuck that is, which is, again, we're just getting that in America as of 2019, right? The Navy going, yeah. that video is not fake and we don't know what the fuck it is. Right. So, Big John um, made it to a live oh, show on oh, California Tap today. Welcome. Who's Big John? Um, he is. He was the one that started that the was, bidding okay, war. Okay, okay, yeah. that's what I thought. Okay. I'm he like, came okay, in at the okay, forty okay, okay, the forty dollar okay, 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 level. Okay. That's what I thought. <laughs> uh, You're and, better with the names than I am. And now he's in dead last behind Bo Bandy and Patrick. <laughs> no. No, thank you, Big John. Oh, yeah, we uh, also big, for doing the fucking Twitch Prime too. Yeah. Big um, shout out earlier in the app. So yes. we're gonna try and get you guys some extra special pieces yes. of something. Yes. And he said he is Do you a like large this? Do you like stuff on my desk? Baxter. Baxter, you're in. Another you're like, drink. Uh, tape. <laughs> I got a Magic the Gathering yeah. mug. We'll it, sign uh, a piece of, yeah. of tape, of boxing tape. <laughs> it kind of has a crack on it, but you yeah. can still use it. <laughs> I've sucked on it before, you know, my mouth. Uh, uh, oh, in Victorville. Sorry oh, to hear that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just over the yeah. old Cajon Pass. Yeah, up that hill, which is a yes. car killer. Hey, if you've got a he can go hang out on Matt's grandma's property. He could. There's where the guy died container. and where people are squatting. Yeah. And where uh, his Christmas decorations now, are. Now, the one redeeming factor of old Victorville is... Steak and shake. I was going to say Cracker Barrel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was food. But of I think yeah, they're some both yeah. <laughs> They might have a steak and shake, too. But... Uh, I think they did, and I don't know if it's there Okay, anymore. the Cracker we went... Barrel, for sure, and it's yeah. a good Cracker Barrel. I've yeah, been yeah. There, so. Hey, the more desolate the area, the better the Cracker Barrel. Exactly. Santa Maria, We should have. I told you we should have done Pappies. Yes. Now, I know we had to try it, but... Yes. Yeah. I, I think that day... I would have rather done Denny's than that Cracker Barrel. Yeah, that because cracker, it was just I could have got moons over my hammy. I could have got a Grand Slam, Happy's something though, like that. Classic Denny, and I never been there. Yeah, but yeah, that's exactly. my favorite. I would have done that chicken course, fried but... steak like around because they make it like my mom and aunt do, and mm. it's like that pounded with the breaded, and it's not yeah. just a deep fried piece of meat. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's so good. Oh, so good. QB uh, is not very good. CB Cracker Barrel. Sorry, <laughs> you shut up. <laughs> now remember, see, he listens hardcore. CBs, those are cheeseburgers. That's what exactly. we call them. Well, that's true. Then. So maybe it's the steak and shake he's not into. <laughs> uh, but no, Big John, thank you so much for your support. He also said uh, he would want a T-shirt, but he's a big man. But also, we can make. I think I made extended sizing. There, there's definitely vendors that I can easily 
use. Yes. And again, I could have sworn. I know for the grip lock, I someone's like, I want a plus size, so I went in, did it, and it was done in five minutes. Yeah, yeah. So I can do that too. So just let me know how big because yeah. I think I did like four or five XL on. Yeah. The grip message lock. us with your size on uh, on old Patreon DMs, Big John, uh, and we'll get you a special vendor yes. lined up. And Big John's he's a ten fifty five rated fucking pro. He's right behind on on Waisaki's yeah. heels, yeah. nipping at his heels. Fifty five club. I can't believe we didn't recognize you yeah. from. Sorry. <laughs> the way you write. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, which again, I think someone for probing, I had to make a bigger one already. Yeah, I think so too. (laughs) Um, skipping all that. Um, 1975, uh, it keeps going backwards, which is weird. Uh, a UFO sighting happens with a small seven man military outlet, outlet, (laughs) uh, outfit led by a corporal Valdez. So they saw this kind of pinkish purple light descend onto the ground they're out in the middle of the it seemed like they they showed the map and it seemed like they were out in the middle of the atacama desert or somewhere around there but who knows yeah who knows um valdez tells his men to stand back approaches the light uh they perceive him disappearing into the light uh after a few minutes he says that he felt faint uh and kind of sick he passed out and when he came to uh as pope says there was five days beard growth on his face, and then his watch was a date five days in right, the future. Right, right, so right, right. he apparently lost five days and instantly was transported back um, to in front of his um, men and his on his uh, fucking military outfit. But um, and then he, with apparently without knowing why, he told them, "You don't know who we are." Or where we come from, but we will return. So almost right. like he was Ominous, embedded with yeah. a message from the aliens, right? Um, and Childress doubles down again. There are so many UFO sightings in Chile. It's a hotbed of UFO activity. <laughs> again, repeating <laughs> yeah, the same thing. thing. Uh, and even in just in the last eight years, there have been some significant sightings that the Chilean government has actually admitted to. And he lifts off a handful of things. Um, I wrote, the repetition continues. Fuck. Um, so that why do they keep happening in Chile so much? And Sukes has a theory. He says, I think the reason why is because Chile features one of the biggest uninhabited geographical locations on Earth. Uh, and so then it's like, well, why does that matter? Right. Um, Childers chimes in to answer that question. He says, there are all kinds of hiding spots. Uh, <laughs> Just picturing aliens like in the fucking eee. mountains, like eee. yeah, uh, like the wheelers in uh, Return to Oz, right, right. Uh, but uh, uh, vacant places on the map where absolutely no one goes. It's an ideal place to hide. It's an ideal place for an underground base. And then they never go into what is the there a base or, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Nick Pope could says, be cool. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> could be there. Uh, I mean, with that many mountains, you could you could put a. I mean, hell, if I'm single, I'd live there. Right, right. Uh, <laughs> hell, shit. <laughs> uh, Nick Pope says, even highly advanced civilizations will have resource needs. Uh, they run out of cum yeah. quite often. They all <laughs> have needs that they must be fulfilled. Uh, Chile is apparently high in copper, lithium, and natural resources. They're not uh, depressed. Exactly. <laughs> uh, and they love that Nirvana album yes. or song or whatever. Um, UFO appearances happen a lot around mines and power plants, primarily, just like Jacques Vallée and Kiel always said. Um, 
And the Chilean people would even call them the light robbers because a lot of the towns that would surround those power plants, they'd have blackouts constantly. So they would think that the UFOs were stealing mm-hmm. the light, basically. It's like sucking out the energy. Um, oh, this is where it talks about uh, Pinochetio, the lying puppet. Um, that was his nickname. Si. Uh, he steps down. Uh, the UFO, the government stands up on, or sorry, the government opens up about the UFO um, phenomena and probably a lot of other shit. Um, and then, uh, uh, oh, this is where they talk about how Chile is like the only country in the world where science, the military, and the political parts of the government are all working together. This is where that CEFA thing is for, C-E-F-A-A. Mm-hmm. This is a, it's, it's basically their like officially sanctioned move on, um, and they're trying to encourage other countries to like help them out and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, I do remember, at least in Kiel's time, Brazil and Chile, even back then, where there was a lot of reports, a lot of Latin American reports in those two countries. So um, at least that's cool to be like, all right, well, this has been going on apparently for a long time, even when a dictator was happening. But um, and oh, and some of the best documented evidence, according to Pope, in the world comes from Chile. Um, but then I feel like I don't know, maybe I've just, if I guess if I went back in time and paid attention to where they always said it came from. Uh-huh. Maybe they would say Chile a lot, right, right. but can't remember that myself. Yeah, maybe it's just a volume thing. Yes. Um, well, here come. Right. Uh, 2010 is the uh, infamous El Bosque uh, UFO sighting. So there was like this Air Force, like Chilean Air Force demo celebration thing of launching something. Yeah. Uh, all these jets are flying over in formation. And then when they go back to the video, they see a few frames of this craft like sweeping almost through them. And they were saying to cover that distance, it would be traveling 4,000 miles per hour. Uh, It's a pretty cool little video. Uh, Alejandro Rojas, who Steve and I have met. You guys have not. We haven't met him. We saw him at Alien Con. close enough. (laughs) Um, He's mentioned a lot on like a ton of – he's been on Sprager's show Mm. many times. He's the guy that said – he disagreed. He's like – he's saying, you're not calling the ancient astronaut theorist out for being racist enough or like whatever too. Um, But uh, he and Dolan are like – Two very respected kind of journalist yeah. people in the in the field. I think Rojas though is a little more uh, kind of easygoing and open minded about shit. I think he mm-hmm. talks about like paranormal stuff and everything okay. too. But uh, he's on here for like two seconds, just long enough to for me to wonder, do I know this guy? Oh yeah, I do. And <laughs> what's wrong with his voice? Because he has like right. a weird yeah, kind of a weird. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know, but uh, it's a strange, it's a strange cadence to it. But yeah, you're a weird guy. That shouldn't be a big surprise on this show, but. Um, uh oh, and this is this is what ends up being the on location investigation of the episode. In 2014, a bunch of Chilean helicopter pilots were testing a super high def telescopic camera that could uh, see infrared and all these other frequencies and shit. And it sees something discharging something Uh-oh. in the distance. It ends up looking like a big sperm in the sky, big black sperm. Uh, Travis Taylor is impressed. Uh, and he says, uh, "Oh my baby! <laughs> I've never seen that much come in my hand in my wife, let alone the sky. Maybe Steve's house, yeah, maybe, maybe. But, yeah. but that's a big maybe. Okay, you had a big barbecue, and I got pretty fucked up, so I don't remember that whole night. Woo! I'll say, it, maybe. <laughs> I'm so SoCal beers that fuck yeah. you up, man. Eight, looks nine, ten like, percent. Looks like Bud Light have you puking all night. Yeah. Um, uh, oh fuck! I totally forgot they had Puke they had night? regular ice on tap, and I was like, "Oh, I should get some ice because it's not always here." And then I forgot. Right. Um, yeah, anyway, it's not a canned staple anymore. Exactly. Um, but uh, man, you, you imagine drinking a can of staples? That would yeah. hurt. Junk, 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 
Uh, he says, uh, this really unprecedented. And if this is phenomenon, if this phenomenon is going on for nine minutes in the recording, it's nine minutes long. We can do an analysis on it. So then it cuts yeah. to the next segment and welcome to LA baby in November of ni- 2019. Uh, the 25th, so right before that. I think Thanksgiving was later this year, if I remember. Maybe. I don't know. Um, nukes, baby. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which now Ezra has a shirt of that, which go. hopefully Matt will buy. Yeah. Because um, he loves it. But uh, downtown LA, uh, again, those COVID rumblings are now on Twitter quite often at this point. Yeah. So it's just, again, it's so fucking weird to think of the before time when that was still just like, ah, it's, it was it's the last thing. time yeah. that we'll probably for a long time go. Ah, that world, the crazy thing happening in the whole other world except America, that's not going to fucking affect right, us, right, you right, know? Right, 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 right. But yeah, Tra- uh, Travis joins the pedo image analyst guy from right. earlier. And uh, it's cool, though, because they're showing the layers of from the camera where it's like, hey, the normal HD super zoom shot in, with normal light spectrum, completely invisible. Not a single thing there. Right. As soon as they show the same shot infrared, clearly this fucking blob shape. With the shit coming out of it, so um, uh, yeah, it was yeah, the reg- the regular high def and the radar could not detect this thing at all. So um, the helicopter captain confirmed that the footage was from 35 miles away. So that's kind of what they're working with here. Right. Um, Taylor says it's peanut shape. Why is it peanut shape? And uh, he, says, he says looks kind of like jet engine from the back, like if you were looking at it go mm-hmm. away from you. Um, like when you're playing Afterburner or Harry right, or right, whatever. Right. Ooh, that was um, a good game. My brother almost killed me because he beat it, and then I turned off the 32X. But he wanted to like sit there and watch the, the end credits. credits. But I'm like, it was going on forever. Yeah. What the fuck do you want me yes. to do? Just never turn this off? Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you beat the game. I still love that you made that decision for him, though. <laughs> you don't need to fucking watch these credits. Well, I I'm think I bored. to play or do yeah, something yeah. else, you know, use the TV, because yeah. it's like, But okay. he earned it, man. <laughs> you get 10, 15 minutes back. I mean, come on, this is getting a bit <laughs> Which also, that would, that, that's insane. If those credits back then were 10 or 15 well, minutes, No, I think it just kept now. going. So I think oh, he just like wanted to like stay rock hard and just look exactly, at the yeah. game that he just beat. Yeah. So. Um, that was a hard game, though. Yeah, uh, I sound, love that game. The sound effects I remember very, like very sharp. <laughs> yeah, very, very crunchy, crispy. Because that was one of those, like even back then. Yeah, the arcade games that you couldn't get in a console, mm-hmm. but with the 32x you could. So exactly. it's like cool, unlimited. Yeah, that cruising USA. Yes. like oh come on, baby. That level yeah, up. those games are so good. cruising world, cruising San Francisco. And then arcades were irrelevant. Then every game was just out on a console. Exactly, because <laughs> there was just that something special. Of like, ooh, yeah, I don't need quarters to play this whole thing. And yeah, as soon as wild. as soon as that 360 PS3 era it happened, quite frequently, and arcades were pretty dead at that point. Oh, they were long dead. And By then, 360 for sure. Yeah, Cause, yeah, because even Xbox PS2 One. and Xbox, right? The the original Xbox. Uh, oh yeah, sorry. We're we're bridging that gap aggressively because that was like my senior year, and I don't remember. An arcade game yeah. that you could like. I don't remember even arc. I it think became, arcades were dead by it then. It became like Japan, where they were all becoming. They needed to become expensive novelty games, right? Where it was some rig that you could yeah. only do there. I don't give a fuck about Big Deer Hunter, right? In my own house. because <laughs> I would say ninety percent of the people going to arcades wanted to play fighting games, yeah. And all the, especially the two D beautiful like hand drawn pixel art games yeah. like Marvel vs. Capcom, all that shit. That was all one to one by that point on a console, right? Right, right. So the worst thing you had was a little more loading times. Yeah, the only yeah. thing that was relevant was Games Workshop, right? Games or no Games Work? No Game, Game Works because yeah. Game Workshops is the yeah. thirty-two or forty k whatever. Yeah, the Sega um, one or Sega City or whatever. Well, no, then there's yeah Sega City yeah. and then Dave and Buster's. Yeah, 
But again, those were just shitty games. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, too expensive novelty games yeah. or super retro games, which you could go to Nickel Nickel or those five-cent right. plays and play those for free. And what made the jump then was the high-speed internet, internet cafes, which took over yes, yeah, instead yeah. of arcades. Right. And then the leap from that was, oh, I have high-speed internet at home now. Exactly. So. Yeah, those cyber cafes were like so big for like they were big seven, in my high school eight years. years yeah. And then just completely Gone. fucking Well, dead. when they had the screwdriver fights and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Gang members getting in fights with each other at those places. Yes. Oh, I thought you were reading. That. No, no, no. I'm just saying because most maybe people don't get the reference. Exactly. But I was like, around here, it was like, oh, this gang fought this other one of this. Oh, guy no, that got... was just a big recurring cyber cafe event around the world. It was yeah. screwdriver uh, fight. Yeah, here we go. But I think it was just at cyber cafes in yeah. general. It was like became gang related. Either gang yeah. related where people were getting fights or nerd rage and right. people fucking losing their shit. Exactly. Which, <laughs> yeah, I forget people. I forget. Laser mice are like a relatively new thing of the last ten years. Because when Cyber City was around, I was like, "You saying fucking mics with I hit my hit this with here? You saying mice equipped with fucking lasers? <laughs> like I was like Doctor Eviling no, on, and I was like, oh, like yeah, I was talking to Sterling. He's mice. like, yeah, yeah. At Cyber City when people used to steal the trackballs out of the mice. Right. <laughs> Oh, so uh, many fond memories of those dumb places. Oh, and the it didn't always in the summertime. It did not smell good in those. No, well, that's why I went late. Too. I was a nighttime yeah. gamer. I get there 10 p.m. Oh yeah, knew uh, I'd find you. Oh yeah, <laughs> and the, the earlier times there was other people, but they were playing other games. Yeah, and that's where one of the guys was. The butt sweat had a chance to dry by exactly. 10. Yeah, yeah. Those midday sessions were sad. Yeah. Um, one of the people we knew though knew the hack. Whatever. Where he would make himself look like the opposite team on Counter Strike. Oh, yeah, yeah. So he would run around, yeah. kill everyone because yeah. they thought he was on their team, <laughs> and then and then you just have these people like freaking out, yeah. who the fuck's on? Yeah, and like running up and down the aisles, like looking at everyone's computer, yeah. and and Sterling never cheated, but maybe yeah. like did shotguns or something. Yeah, no yeah. shotguns, no shotguns. And like his name was Butch McDick, and like I just still remember people going, who the fuck's Butch McDick? Because they're in the same room playing right, these exactly. assholes. Like it's like. Oh, yeah, on the internet now, <laughs> Xbox, PlayStation, yeah. like, yeah, Super they're, anonymous. they're yeah. totally not there, right. but you're trolling people that physically can find yeah. you because they can come, because oh, yeah. they would sit there and go screen to screen yeah. looking for who, that was ballsy. who you were playing. <laughs> <laughs> you just click away and do stuff. Yeah. But yeah, you just look like you're playing like oh, I'm just doing web stuff. You know? Yeah. I'm just playing just uh, hardcore porn. Yeah. No, because people would watch that yes. there or go to uh, uh, what was like StarCraft, Warcraft, yes. all that pre, yeah, yeah. pre World of Warcraft. Right. Uh, <laughs> even though World of Warcraft people played there a lot yeah. too. But. Yeah, you just click over to another game. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was the best. Oh, yeah. Anyways, yeah. Um, oh, so yeah, the whole point was he was saying it's not the bat, the ass end of a jet with its like, you know, with the fire directly at the camera's yeah. eyes because it's not going away. It was staying right, in the right, same. Right. It was only moving laterally, not further away from the camera. So, um, but uh, and then they're talking about the fucking heat signature of this thing. It has like a cold. Uh, he, he says. He's like, there is a different temperature bubble around that vehicle, a colder, low-pressure field around that vehicle. And that's not normal. Like, that's like, he says, that's a ve- only vehicles that can generate some sort of field. Some device has to generate right, that, right? Because yeah. um, usually it would be hotter. Or it would be the ambient temperature would just be touching the plane. Yeah, 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 yeah. You would see that the, the hot parts of the plane would be bright, whatever. Yeah, so yeah. Um, they, uh, they study the butt barfing event that starts happening a couple mm-hmm. minutes in. And... It is also the exact same color on the infrared, meaning it is also 
extremely hot, right? So the and that's what was weird too is that the bubble around it is very cold, but yeah. the thing itself was very hot. So it's like, how the fuck is that happening? Right. Should be radiating heat. Yeah. Um, and then the shit that is barfing out also extremely hot. Where they're like, even jet fuel that was just very hot. When you're that high in the sky, it sh- it'll turn to fucking ice crystals even right. because it's so cold up there. Yeah. So he's like, that shit, and also that it's not kind of falling down. Because even, you could argue like, you know, the fucking, uh, the ch- the planes that spell stuff out, yeah. whatever those are called. Uh, they're... The air riding kind of thing. Air, yeah, exactly. Like, you can say, well, those those don't... It's like, if you were next to it, you would see it. smoke, too. It's, you would, it's like exactly. a specific solution. And even and if you were close to it, you would immediately see it s- slowly dissipating, right? Right, right, right. Whereas this is like for nine minutes is super tight and just like this weird sperm trail, sperm yeah. tail happening. Chemtrails are chemtrails! And the fact that it's not cooling off at all this entire time is very strange. Right, right. Almost as if like the the craft is like disintegrating or just deforming or something and becoming like pixels. Or It's very strange. But um, by the end, they're, they're doing some other light filters on there, like they're reducing the gamma or incre- whatever. Yeah. And ultimately it looks like Almost like a dog bone, like the stupid ship from Mystery Science Theater. Right. Uh, and then it has like super hot heat signatures on each of the balls at the end. Yeah. And uh, the hot spots, they keep calling it. And this is critical to think of this shape because then I lost a little respect for Travis Taylor in this last segment because they asked the question uh, in the segment break. They're like, does this does this uh, shape have a match in the ancient glyphs of the Atacama Desert? And it's like they show this fucking glyph that is two squares made up of dots. Right. That then at a totally different angle has like a long. It does have a long tail like that with a line going through it. There's no line going through it. They don't talk about the line. And uh, the the guy the the pedo image analyst. He's like he's like look at this. They match nearly perfectly. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like I'm like. I, I I guess guys, but but what what's up with the rest of the fucking craft that isn't just the two heat signatures? You guys had to look. Well, this had to be on a fucking gnarly camera that could mm-hmm. see the infrared spectrum, which we cannot see with our eyes. So how the fuck did they see it if it's the same th- exact? Because you guys are saying it's exactly the same thing, and right, I'm like, right, right. okay, man. Uh, but uh, Travis says that's one of the most amazing amazing things I've ever seen in my entire life. And I'm like, <laughs> You've been wow. on the Skinwalker Ranch show a little too much, but yeah. uh, he's like, he's like, he literally says, "I think there's really something to this ancient astronaut." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Sooks, uh, the final Sook alert says, uh, "Is there a connection?" And he and he lists off like between all this shit and whatever. Uh, and in my opinion, as far as Chile is confirmed or concerned, there is a connection between modern UFOs and ancient craft. I'm like, okay. Uh, you think that about everything because you're yeah. an ancient astronaut theorist, so kind of pointless. Uh, Pope does make the point that when uh, it is a good thing that when uh, the government and the average Joe reports the same shit happening, it's a very then likely high. high it's very high, highly likely that it's a real thing. It's right? some yeah. real phenomenon happening, which is cool, great. Uh, but again, didn't really. I don't know. Yeah, do this. This could have been two segments in a sh- in another episode, right. right? Like UFOs of Latin America. I don't fucking know. But um, and then uh, uh, Nicholas Barr saying the hunky author dude. He says that the aliens are just waiting to fully reveal themselves until we have our existential evolution up to. So it's Galactic Daddy shit right. too, right? So um, the next episode I'm I'm excited about not because I think it's going to be good, 
but it's the real men in black. So I'm very interested to see how deep they'll go mm-hmm. into the kind of paranormal ultra-terrestrial shit that the yeah. men in black, the Black Lodge, are supposedly a part of. But um, So that's next week. But uh, yeah, other than that, uh, head over to patreon.com slash probingengineering and support us for five bucks a month or more and get two exclusive podcasts every month. Uh, BlackHoleSupplyCompany.com uh, where you can get probing, probing ancient aliens merch, disc golf disc, and disc golf apparel with a ring R by our friends. And uh, was it high pitch before? It was high pitch. Yeah, right? it was. How, why did it go deeper? I think so. I thought it was. I, it didn't trigger me from my yeah thing, so I well, it didn't. If it's like, a bonus special. Yeah, yeah there we go. <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, head over to BlackHoleSupplyCompany.com and get some, some t-shirts, get some disc golf shit, uh, and get back on our bullshit with disc golf Um, head over to our social channels, at Probing Aliens on Twitter, at Probing Ancient Aliens on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, best place to message us, too, is either on Patreon, if you're a patron, or Instagram. We try that the most. Um, the Facebook Messenger... We have a lot of people on there, but it doesn't update on our phones very often, so it's annoying. Um, what else? Oh, at Puttfuckers on Instagram for our disc golf content. Uh, Puttfuckers, P-U-T-T-F-C-K-R-S on TikTok for similar, very similar content. Yeah, yeah just uh, no story, basically. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then uh, Beer There, Drunk That on the same podcast services that you listen to Probing Ancient Aliens on, which we'll do another one some point soon. There we go. Maybe a 4th of July special. Yeah. All right. We'll see you all later. Bye. Bye.